Welcome to the Erasmus Foundation podcast. My name is Paul Nugent. Are you looking for answers to life and its meaning? Then this may well be the very podcast you need to listen to. In a series of podcasts, we are going to look at the difficult questions of life and apply spiritual knowledge to find out the answers. Today, we're going to have a look at a very simple question indeed, and that is, is there a God? I have three friends with me, and we have Corinne, Headley, and Patrick. And all three of them are going to introduce themselves, and then we'll go straight in to the big question that we're asking today. So over to you, Corinne. Hello, I am Corinne Bossagneur. I am French and I am living in France, in the east of France. I first met um, the Erasmus Foundation when I was working and living in London in 1986. And uh, I have been attending the meetings in London and also some seminars in Suffolk. Then in uh, 1988, for family reasons, I came back to France. Um, but I always kept in touch with the foundation. And I continued to receive some of the teachings. Thanks for the tapes and afterwards the MP3. Uh, they could send me by post because uh, really the knowledge that is offered at the Erasmus Foundation is of very great value and uh, is really helping me to find a, a way of life, a more spiritual way of life. That's lovely, Corinne. Headley, over yes. to you. Well, um, I live at the foundation, the Erasmus Foundation in Suffolk, with Julia, my wife. And I've been involved with the foundation since I first went to the first meeting that was in London back in 1981. And in all that time, it's helped me enormously with my life. Uh, but I hasten to add that, um, that these beliefs, these teachings are perhaps not for everyone, but for me and our friends and people who appreciate what they're being given at the foundation, it's very meaningful and very helpful in their lives. Wonderful. We'll pass over to Patrick. Yeah, hi, Paul. Yeah, my name is Patrick Meehan, and I live and work locally to the foundation um, as a, a paver and, and hard landscaper here in Suffolk. And um, I've, I've lived in Suffolk for 25 plus years. And like Corrine, I, I came across the foundation in, in London when I was living and working in London and um, started to uh, come up for seminars on occasion and found that the, the general life in Suffolk was a lot more peaceful and, and I, I took to it. Um, very well because of it's uh, you're closer to nature and it was a big difference moving away from London 
And that, along with uh, the knowledge and the wisdom I was receiving from the foundation, um, I found a, a, a total all-round benefit moving locally here to the foundation. That's lovely. Thank you, Pat. And okay, well, let's get going then. So, Corinne, is there a God? Well, um, you see, Paul, really, I, I'm thinking that if there was no a God, perhaps we would not be here to discuss uh, this matter now. <laughs> because really, I believe that there is a great creator. So whether you call him God or we at the Erasmus Foundation, we call him the great mind. Uh, really, there is uh, a huge cosmic force who has created all that is living and all parts of the universe. Now, you see from the north to the south, from the east to the west, there are many cultures and even in the past, many religions, but there is only one God. It is my belief and it is a conviction. Now, whether people will believe or not in God is certainly uh, deep inside their own conviction. And when I met the people of the Erasmus Foundation, their teachings have helped me to better understand the religion I was born in, which is the Catholic religion. Uh, but never someone of the foundation would try to take you from a religion, from your religion. If, if you feel at ease with your religion, it is fine. But they will, the teachings will help you to understand. That's very nicely put. I think that is really worth saying, Corinne, at this stage. We are not here to convert anybody, that's for sure. We just want to offer the help that we were given when we first joined. It's, it's broadened our horizons, I think, is, is the correct way of putting it. But if, if, as you say, someone has a religion and a strong belief, then we are pleased for them. There's no intention of converting anyone. So, Headley, what would you like to say yes. in response to all this? Um, well, in, in my background, in my earlier years, in my youth, um, I had difficulties with religion. And when I came to the foundation and heard the word God spoken, um, I didn't feel that I wanted to belong to a religion. It, it didn't seem to be a religion. And when spirit talk about the great mind, that made all the difference for me. It gave me some other vision of what God is. And that was most acceptable to me. And so that helped me. And as I grew and learned more and more, that was being offered. It helped me understand so much of this world and other people. 
and my own life and helped me understand myself more. So I found all that uh, very encouraging. But I suppose until I came to the foundation, my views were perhaps agnostic. But then hearing that first lecture, although I was a little suspicious at first, I thought what I was hearing made a lot of sense. And I thought, well, I'll, uh, I'll come back and hear some more. And I'm, I've been involved ever since. But I believe within the core of us all, there is that id, that center of our being, that consciousness, whatever you want to call it, which I believe is the seed of life that's been put in within us, our spirit, from the great mind. And it is there. Now, whether you believe in a God or not, I think everybody must feel or believe intuitively in something. And as I say, the religion didn't give me the explanation for life I was looking for. But I still felt there must be something. And another thing is when people's lives are dramatically changed, sometimes it is then that people search and look for a meaning to life and look for some purpose to what has happened. And it's been said that there are no atheists on the battlefield. And I think that is the point of it all. That's a good point, Headley. Patrick, would you like <laughs> to give your views on this? Yes, well, <clears throat> I, I believe there is a God, Paul. And um, I think I have always instinctively believed in something bigger, something um, that is living through the universe that, um, that gives meaning and purpose to life. Like Corrine, I was brought up a, a Catholic, and that was, that was the lens that I viewed spirituality at the time. And again, to just to concur with what Corrine is saying, <clears throat> I would never wish to uh, take any thoughts of uh, people's religion away from them in any way. And I just remember for me that as I grew up into my teenage years and and beyond that, the religion didn't quite answer all the questions that I had. And I came across Padina and I came across the foundation and asked lots of questions and uh, was was never required to come back or attend meetings or anything. And I drifted away at times and I came back and um, there was no pressure in any way, only uh, just a friendly welcome when I returned with more questions. And the answers that came back from spirits always satisfied satisfied my mind even if even if at the time I didn't appreciate uh, the full value of them because um, the teachings that I have and we all have um, heard from spirits are simple in a way but also um, 
very deep and they need their own consideration. And one thing that spirit always um, impress on us is to, to look within ourselves to find answers. Um, and they offer knowledge and they offer wisdom but have always, and I, I, I didn't quite understand this in the beginning because I thought, well, I, I don't know the answers to the questions I'm asking. But I was a young man and I was tearing around at 100 miles an hour. And looking back, I wasn't giving myself the time and the space and the, and the peace to, um, to look within myself because within all of us, um, there is a spirit and a mind that has a knowledge and a memory that goes back further than we know. And there is a lot in uh, that well of wisdom within all of us if we allow ourselves the time and the quietness um, to, to, search, to search within that well. That's nicely put. The great mind is there for everyone and not my god but not your god is everybody's god and i think that is makes it all very inclusive and more comfortable and makes us feel more like a family how do you feel about that corinne yes paul i i really agree with you um uh, as I told you, I was born in a Catholic religion, so I did not choose it. Um, and uh, I have been brought uh, in it, and I, I was going to catechism. catechism. And uh, for me, uh, I realized that um, its rules were quite strict and Personally, you know, uh, I realized that I was a human being with weaknesses and uh, I did not feel really that I was fitting to be living uh, with these rules. And it is true that often at the office, they were saying that they were praying for all the Catholics in the world. But really, I believe that the great mind He's the creator and the father of all the human being, whatever their color, whatever their race. And he's the God for every human, really. So what history also has shown us that religions are not very tolerant one with the other. There have been wars of religion. We had some in France and there have been some in, in your countries as well. And uh, the way we have been uh, explained uh, at the Erasmus Foundation, uh, when we understand the great mind, we realize that he's really uh, a wonderful mind he does not punish. He knows that we are weak when being on the earth. So, yes, I, I have really found, I have found real, the real God, thanks for the teachings at the Erasmus Foundation. 
and uh, it was not exactly what I was taught when I was younger. No, as you said. that's the thing, isn't it? And he was always taught of as as being somehow a god of of reprisals, of of punishment, of. I mean, obviously, in the Old Testament, there's an awful lot of smiting going on, and it, it it seems to me now just a god of absolute, in 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 everyone's terms, love. He understands us. He knows what he's putting us through with the lives that we live, and he understands the difficulties, and still doesn't blame us or punish us because. It's all about learning. That's right. How do you feel about that, Headley? Well, I wanted to say, um, if we consider our, our physical world for a moment, which is many millions of years old, and we at the Foundation believe man has been on this planet for a very, very long time, perhaps much longer than modern scientists or people believe. Now, Christianity is 2,000 years old, and all the other religions, some of them are not as old as that, some of them are a bit older. But before those religions were there, the great mind, God, was still there and had created this universe, put it into order, a very, very long time ago. And the one thing about the foundation is we don't force our beliefs on other people. And the thing that perhaps puts a lot of people off their religion is that the doctrine is enforced very often on people, and they're made to believe these things. And we do not impose our beliefs on other people at all. No, we don't. Patrick, would you like to take it on from there? Yeah, Paul, um, if I may, I would just like to say a few words about logic and reason. Because um, thinking about your question, there is, it's a question that, people ask across the world and have done for a long time and um spirit always talk about logic and, and reason um and if someone's in the street or was asked were to ask me you know is there a god do you believe in a in a God, and I would say, yes, I do. And people talk about evidence. Where's your evidence? And um, I have wondered often, well, what's the alternative? The alternative is that, in, in a sense, that life is meaningless, that we are pure, pure, if you imagine it may just be a purely material world, there is current belief by some people that they say that we have evolved from chemistry out of the, the ocean. And, and, and then I think about that and consider that, and, and it doesn't make any sense to me. It's, it's that life should be just simply um, that we are just simply vehicle 
for genes and that when we die there is there is nothing and it, it there isn't any rationale to that to me at all and um spirit have said that the earth is they call it the university of life and that we come here to learn and when i was at school the teacher used to say to me show your working out because that showed that you had understood the question and you came to the answer by your own uh, resources i i find it a beautiful thing that it, in one sense that we have to discover god or the great mind or whatever name you wish to put to your god for yourself because that's where the deeper understanding comes from that you have got there through your own inquiries and your own um trials and tribulations and explorations and your understanding is much deeper than if the answer was just dropped onto your lap so that slow slow journey um of you know small little revelations within your mind and then looking around the world um interacting with other people looking searching within yourself it's a long lifetime process um but there is that's where the the deeper uh, and more meaningful understanding comes from that's lovely now you mentioned spirit and it's been mentioned a few times now and i don't think we could end a podcast like this without going into spirit a little bit because the, there is two constants in the universe as far as we believe and that is the great mind and spirit kareen so would you like to say a little bit more about that uh, yes thank you paul um as we have said we believe the great mind is a really a huge cosmic force is a very great mind and this great mind has created us as spirits the great mind took a seed at the pool of life he breathed on it and he gave it life through his mind he creates a, an individual spirit and it could be you it could be headley it could be patrick it could be me or anyone else at the beginning we are created as a spirit and then we go to a place we call home because it is our real homeland and there we start to evolve as the great mind is created us as a spirit with a purpose and life eternal life is a growing um, process so what we have then we have a great mind who for his own purposes created spirit and we are human spirits would you say or spirits in a human body headley yes and i think it's important to mention uh, the very fundamental belief in 
our foundation, which is belief in reincarnation. Mm. And that is important because that is the purpose of life. That is why we're all here as a spirit living in a humanoid frame. We're here to live a life, to experience many things, and we progress from one life to another, learning so much. And we experience things on the earth we cannot necessarily experience at home in spirit. So we are here to learn. That is the fundamental purpose of life. So, Patrick, we're beginning to paint a little picture here. The the life isn't just one life nothing further after that we're talking about something that is repeated time and time again what forever or or will it at some time come to an end that we don't need to take lives anymore what's your view on reincarnation then patrick yeah no well reincarnation for me paul um was a new concept really before uh well sorry as i came to the foundation um all I really knew about it, it was something that was um, that was involved with some Eastern religions. And I had heard uh, um, bits and pieces, you know, that you may come back as a cat or a dog. And, you know, if you're bad in one life and you come back as a mouse or whatever. And it didn't really um, hold any value to me at the time. But um, as it was presented by uh, Padina and by Spirit to um, the teachings as, 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 I, as I went forward returning to meetings and I gave it my first true consideration, it started to make absolute sense. They talk about logic and reason. Um, they said, you know, that we don't come back as different animals. We are a, a human form of of spirits and animals are animals and 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 that's that's that level of life um and it for me it really uh made logical sense when i started to hold it against what are seen as um injustices in the world because i often asked questions growing up when i was on that little um journey of of questioning and inquiring about you know uh, what what about a child that dies a year old or a day old and they've never had the um they've never had the chance to do right or wrong and and then some people living lives that were you know looking at them from the outside you know distressingly hard and they were abused and and other people looking from the outside again have you know everything they want and and so when i started to consider reincarnation and a spirit of, of said um, within that that you have to be all things see all things and do all things along the way it, it's one thing it did do it made sense and one thing it did do it made me really consider uh judging other people because I think, you know, maybe before that, I used to look at other people and, you know, be judgmental towards them, that they, they may appear to, you know, have everything they need or they, 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 they're this or that, the other. But when you consider that you 
yourself, we all live many, many lives of all different types and designs that we could quite easily and probably were in their position or maybe even in the future time going through the same life lessons and making the same uh, or having the same choices and decisions put in front of us, sometimes making the right one and sometimes making the wrong one uh, decision, learning through it all. And it's now it makes absolute, you know, clarity of perfect sense that, that, that we should return um, many times to, to learn the different lesson, lessons that life on earth has, has to offer. Okay. Well, I, I think at this stage we've talked about so many things. So let's, let's sum up, if I can, what we've talked about so far. What we've said so far, that there is a God in, in our view, and we call him the great mind. And he is the great architect of all things. He's the life force behind all of life. And we are lucky enough to be created by him as spirits. And these spirits live lives on this planet, maybe other places, in order to evolve spiritually. And this will happen time and time again until we get to a certain level and then move on to something else. So reincarnation is the main connection to all this. Obviously, the God is the top of the tree and reincarnation is his plan for us to grow. And we are all living different lives and different levels of involvement on this planet at this time. Now, does anyone want to add to that before we come to a close? Um, yes, please, uh, Paul. Um, I would like to say that it is very good to be sceptical and to ask questions because it is really the way if someone is, is in, in search for God, it is in, in inquiring. And also, just what I wanted to say, that today we live in a very noisy world, but we may rather find the great mind we call God in silence. Yes. Hadley and Pat, any more to say? Um, yes, okay. because okay. I think it's very relevant that we should be discussing these issues at a time for when the world is going through a lot of difficulties and a, a, a very difficult situation at the moment with coronavirus and, and things of this nature. Um, and if it, if it helps people to give some explanation and some answer to why all these things are happening because really mankind has misused and abused his planet i think it's i think it it does help to to have some some of the understanding that we've been given here for what is happening now 
But again, of course, that is for people to decide what they want to believe. Indeed. And Patrick, would you like to say the final word on this? Well, Paul, all that really comes to my mind to finish is that um, I've been involved with the foundation for over 30 years, and there are people here who are here longer. Um, we live in a world where people demand answers or, of an immediacy, and everything is very quick, very fast, and people want to know now what the answer is. What I have found is that the teachings are like spirits and, of course, like the great mind, very patient and very gracious and very understanding of our impatience. And if you think of a field that is looking for rain, if the rain falls in one big lump all of a sudden, then it will run off the surface and won't be absorbed, it won't penetrate. And there, for me, that is an image of how the teachings were given to us. Slowly, over a long period, the gentle rain that fell on the fields is absorbed to a much deeper level. And that's why spirits are quite patient with us and are waiting for us to turn to them as the world will do, we believe here, and look for these answers that are generously given. Well, I think that's nicely put. And I think on that note, everyone, I think we will close this podcast. And I thank you very much for your contributions. And it's been very interesting. Thank you very much for coming. And uh, I'm sure we'll speak again soon. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, yeah. Paul. The Erasmus Foundation is a spiritual teaching and healing centre based in Laxfield, Suffolk, in the United Kingdom. We have a web page, www.erasmus-foundation.org, or email us info at erasmus-foundation.org. Thank you for listening.